0: There are three top 25 teams remaining on Baylor's schedule, and the odds of the Bears even going to the Big 12 championship are slim. Much less can they win it. This is Locked on Baylor. You are Locked on Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Tuesday, everybody. Baylor lost last weekend. Not the happiest thing in the world. So I'm trying to cheer myself up by having Robbie Triano on the show. He's that Triano. He's the Triano kid. Not even that. The only one. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. Robbie's a producer at SiriusXM covering Big 12. Robbie released some information yesterday. Actually, a pretty big release, by the way. Um, I, I I would love to intro it. But, Robbie, can you can you just admit, um, confess to the people yourself what exactly you've done?
1: Yeah, so if I've been on the show before, nice to see you again, Drake. And coming into the season, I had Baylor as my Big 12 champion. I yes. I claimed them the 2022 Big 12 champion in the preseason. Yes. And after this weekend, I'm off the bandwagon. I'm off. And it's it's devastating because I've I think I just fully root for Baylor now. But after this game against Oklahoma State, I have to I have to go with my heart. And I have Kansas State win the conference this year. Mm. And that Baylor game kind of exposed a lot of things to me that um, I still think Baylor's a good team. But after that game, I don't know if they're Big 12 title good. And that kind of concerns me.
0: Yeah, Robbie, I I want to go on record here and say that you have projected Big 12 champions midseason in the past. And yes. per my sources, I I'm, I'm trying I'm reading it right here. But you're pretty good at doing at doing said thing.
1: Yeah, I'm one for one and I picked Baylor last year in my midseason. It took one win over Kansas. They beat Kansas last year and I said Big 12 title. <laughs> and that's what happened and after Kansas State beat Texas Tech, I said Big 12 title. So that's what I'm doing this year. And it's and it's like really sad because I think this team has a lot of potential, but I think they are just a year or a couple games off from being the version of Baylor we fully expected. You have mm-hmm. this amazing defensive line. You have this great offensive line. And then there's a lot of things that I just think need to be worked on, including the things that we thought were going to be good. We thought that offensive line was going to be great. I thought that Oklahoma State kind of bullied them a little bit. Oh, we thought yeah. this defensive line was going to be great. No sacks against Oklahoma State, and right now they're seventh in the conference in sacks. Like, this is not the team that we fully expected. Yes, they are producing. Yes, that is a that is a game Baylor could have won, but they didn't. And I think it's because of a lot of inexperience and a lot of just they are not there yet.
0: There are other years where Baylor starting the way they have started would not worry me as much because the rest of the Big 12 is pretty much even keel or I should say less parity. The rest of the Big 12, you're going to beat your, your Kansases, But now the fact that looking down the rest of the schedule for Baylor, the easiest game is a game in Morgantown on a Thursday and the worst place that Baylor could ever play is in Morgantown specifically on a Thursday. And it's your only like, maybe you get kind of a cakewalk here in West. Like, that's it. The rest of the conference is that loaded. Also, I'm going to go off script. I don't, I don't actually oh. ever use a script is Kansas. Are they fraudulent or is this Kansas team like actually really good?
1: No, I think they're actually good. And it, the thing is with their offense Jalen Daniels is an absolute stud. Devin Neal, the running backs, is a stud. And in a game where their offense wasn't rolling, they beat Iowa State and held them to 11 points. Yes, sir, kicker missed three field goals. Forget about that. But this Kansas team is legit, and they are not going to be the last team in the conference, and that is absolutely scary. And the thing is, I think the team that's going to be in last place is West Virginia, and Baylor's playing them after a bye. Like, that should not be the team you play after a bye. You should be playing a, (laughs) a much better team. So that's why, I mean, Kansas is legit. So if you look at Baylor's schedule, they have, I think, their hardest games besides Oklahoma State ahead of them. Like, I think Kansas State is the team that, like, the reason I picked them to win the title is because I think that they can do anything. I think that right now they can run the ball as good as anyone. I think passing-wise, they can do something. Adrian Martinez needs to show more. But defensively, they are as good as Oklahoma State showed against Baylor. And that's why like that game, that Kansas State-Baylor game, is massive because I think when it comes to Kansas State's rest of their season, it's Oklahoma State or Baylor are the two teams I think that could actually trip them up. And that's why like I have Kansas State because I think they could beat Baylor because of what I saw on Saturday against Oklahoma State. They can do what Oklahoma State does, and honestly, a little bit better.
0: Robbie, I wanted to get into the rest of the Big 12, and we will at some point. I got ahead of myself by the whole Kansas thing.
1: Okay.
0: Um, but I was very I, – i this whole Kansas thing in itself is nuts, by the way. Welcome back to 07. This college football season has been wildly entertaining. A lot of parody across the Amazing. board. Uh, there really are, like, two teams. There are always two teams that are just better than everybody else. But even one of those teams almost lost to freaking Missouri. It's Missouri. <laughs> Um, Baylor, though you mentioned the defensive line, the offensive line, that Jazz. Uh, what? Why? What's happening? Is it are those guys just not playing? To the, I know that I should be the one telling you what's happening, but right. from your perspective, why is this just not clicking? Please, Coach Triano, give me an answer.
1: I think too, it's just they're just facing really good teams right now. Like BYU mm-hmm. is a good team. Yes, they lost, but you were there. I mean, like that was a yeah, good yeah. team. You play Iowa State with a good defensive line. You play Oklahoma State with in my opinion the best defensive line in the entire league and you have an inexperienced quarterback. Like Blake Shapin has shown some moments when I'm like, yeah, that's really good. And he also shown some moments where I'm like, okay, like w- w- what exactly are we seeing here? Um and I just think it just comes with experience. Like do I trust Blake Shapin down the road 100%? But right now he needs to like learn what it takes to lead an offense and that's where I am just, like, a little confused about this team. And also, a lot of the things that happened against Oklahoma State were not on Blake Shapin. It's around some of the pieces around there. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, Gavin Holmes would love to have caught that ball. Like, that was that was insane that that led to that moment. And I, I just think there's a lot of inexperience and a lot of places where you need to have some type of experience. And that's where I just think by the end of the season, I think Baylor could be really good. But it's going to take a big step in this bye week and after that, because you just have inexperience when it comes to your your skill players and your quarterback right now. That's it.
0: TCU now a top twenty-five team, a, a, a team that I projected to win just a handful of games, maybe like three this year. Same. I really thought TCU would be bad. Kansas is like four and eight would have been insane, impeccable. Lance Leipold's got him. He's got Leipold's got him like right there where they need to be. But now both of these teams are good. Kansas State, you've already mentioned, is really solid. So uh, Oklahoma and Texas are still Oklahoma and Texas. Maybe they are not top 25 caliber, but they have the brand and the athletes to win a couple games that they're not favored in or beat a Baylor team that they may not be favored against. So where does that put the ceiling for the bears at this point in the year, especially if things aren't figured out?
1: Yeah. So I'm having this like inner dilemma with me. It's, it's deep inside of me of like, Because before the season, I was so high on Baylor, and there's a reason for that. There is a reason. You guys have the best coaching staff, in my opinion, in the entire Big 12. Mike Gundy might have a debate with that. But I love what Baylor does. I love the aggressiveness of of Dave Aranda. It's my favorite thing about, about him. Going on fourth down from his own 12, that was the ballsiest move I've ever seen, and the fact he did that. So my inner dilemma is, I know how good Baylor can be, but am I living too much in the present? Of saying panic button, you know what? This is bad. They lost against Oklahoma State, and but but I should know for a fact that this team is good. And honestly, this team could compete for a Big Twelve title, but you need you need to see a little bit more. Like last year, you had Gary Bohannon. I think Blake Shapin is better than that, but he has experience. He can do some things that Blake Shapen can't do as a runner, and that was another a, a bonus that you could have for your offense. Now, this offense is different, and that's good because I think that's what Jeff Grimes prefers. But for this team, the ceiling, you can still be a Big 12 title team, but I think the difference is your floor can be so much worse because, you, like you said, Big 12 is deep, man. I thought TC was going to be bad. Last year, they were bad, and they still beat Baylor. But it's just like every team is not a write-off right now. I think West Virginia is the worst team in the league. They have JT Daniels as their quarterback, and I've actually really enjoyed watching him play. Like Every team has a good quarterback. Every team is solid in some form or fashion. So my thing is Baylor has a good ceiling, but the floor right now has never looked shakier. I don't think this team is going to miss a bowl game at all. I think they are still very much going to do that because they have the talent and the coaching. But if this team was 8-4, and four, it would not surprise me at all. That's That's
0: it. I'm. I'm gonna. I don't want to be doom and gloom. Baylor has three wins, two losses, so seven games left. And uh, again, total total ceilings ten and two, total floors three and nine. I think neither of those things will happen. I am very confident that it'll be somewhere between those two numbers. But you could. There is a world in which Baylor loses to a Texas team. They could lose to Oklahoma. They could lose to Kansas state. They could lose to Kansas. There's just like every one of these teams on the schedule right now, Baylor could still lose to talk about a reasonable floor. Baylor goes five and seven by winning the rest of the games they're favored in. That's a world that exists. Like that universe is really not that far away from the current universe we're living, which is just a weird conversation to have after how much we hyped this team up in the off season. Um, Robbie, that scares me a lot, actually. I'm going to go to an ad break now so I can calm down. Um, So, Robbie's not going anywhere. (sighs) Ha-ha, he's back already. Robbie's not going anywhere. I got to tell you guys at home about one of our newest sponsors at Locked On, and that is Underdog Sports. Underdog Fantasy, I like it. I love it. I love it. Because... I can do pick challenges with my friends. This weekend, I picked Baylor. I, you know, I, t- I told you guys, I do some sports wagering very responsibly, too. Very responsibly. But this weekend, I irresponsibly bet with my guy junk and just put everything on Baylor and every parlay that I had. And guess what happened? They lost. So I, saving grace, saving grace, we, I can go and make a ton of underdog fantasy bets of pickums, and I always win because my I bet against my roommates. They're fraternity guys; they don't pay attention to this stuff. They don't know that UCLA is going to beat Washington, so I make it happen. So uh, you can do it too. Beat your friends. You're pro- if you listen to this show, you're automatically smarter about sports than your friends. So go put that to the test. Underdog fantasy. Trust me. And if you don't, you should go check it out. Underdogfantasy.com. Play it. Robbie, we've already said Kansas is not fraudulent. Jalen Daniels is a good quarterback. I like watching him play. We, I really enjoy watching him play. Even when the offense was bad, the defense was good this week. Uh, elsewhere in the Big 12, you said Kansas State's your favorite because they're so multifaceted. What, remember that time that Chris Kleiman was going to get fired? Like a year ago when they were like, ah, well, that's it for him. What happened?
1: Uh, I just think they... They had a talent upgrade, and I think they're finally reaching their apex level because they were a young team coming in. Like, Deuce Vaughn was a sophomore, and, like, they just had a lot of talent that was good but hasn't exactly reached that level. And their quarterback play with Skylar Thompson. If they had him as their quarterback, they are going to compete. Ooh, voice crack. Ooh, that was that was,
0: that was good. Nice. It was kind of like yeah. a Midwestern. Compete! It, it had a, compete! <laughs> so Skylar that Thompson, like – F-minus? Forget,
1: i actually did show choir growing up so no chance that that's was... real
0: no chance that's real
1: oh you bet 100 i did what were show you like choir were growing.
0: you the baritone what were you
1: i was like a 10 or 2 if you know what that is it's no like way. a step above uh, uh the baritone no i did show choir i was like an amazing dancer
0: my I, cousin I was a 10 or 2 really yeah actually when i was learning to drive 10 or 2 was like the big thing
1: really wait drive what
0: a car 10 or t- no, I think it's 10 and two is what I was going for there.
1: Okay, <laughs> <can't. I> <laughs> okay, where are we? Wow, that was the wittiest thing I have heard in a millennium. Uh, so I literally don't know what we're talking about.
0: Uh, uh Chris Plymouth is not getting fired anymore.
1: Oh, so uh, Skyler Thompson, if he was in the game, they had a chance of competing and winning every single time. But he was hurt for the last two years a lot of the time. And now you have Adrian Martinez as a quarterback that everyone mocked. Ha-ha, you fumble a lot. Ha-ha, butter hands. And then he comes into this thing, zero turnovers right now. And not only has he taken care of the football, but he is running like a madman. He is playing with a lot of confidence because he knows he has a team around him that can protect him that they couldn't do at Nebraska. And he has a lot of things. If he he isn't rolling, here's Deuce Vaughn. Here, I'll give you the ball. Here, I have Malik Knowles out there. I have Phillip Brooks over there. And I just think this team right now, they have someone who is experienced and he can do some things that a lot of other players can't do. I have him as my QB1 in the Big 12. I know Jalen Daniel is very good, but before this season, I had him for that because I think he can do some things that no other quarterback can. And that's why in that game, this will be very much down the road. But that's why like, I'm afraid for Baylor in that game because like, I think that Adrian Martinez can do a lot of things for them because what I saw, what Spencer Sanders did, which was so frustrating because I was openly rooting for Baylor, was that he could just extend plays and drives with his feet. And like you, it was like a third down. It's just like, okay, if we stop him, he's good. And you were right next to Spencer Sanders. And then he somehow scrambles out and gets a first down. And it's like, damn it. And that's where that scares me. It's like Adrian Martinez can do that for days, he can do that for four quarters. And that's where like Kansas State to me, it's just like a, a team that I haven't seen in the big 12 in a while besides maybe like Peak Oklahoma because they can just do so many different things and it's fun to watch
0: that that the mobility of the quarterbacks in the big 12 this year is pretty astonishing. It's very fun to watch too. like seeing Martinez Adrian Martinez the way he runs the football was actually pretty surprising to me and then seeing Spencer Sanders the way that he ran against Baylor uh, he's just fast. That's a really fast Oklahoma State team that hurt Baylor a lot. I do want to go, though, kind of our trip around the Big 12. Convince me that I should spend my Saturday watching Texas and Oklahoma instead of sleeping.
1: Oh. um, Well, if Texas loses, that will just be fun because it's fun when Texas lose, and when Oklahoma lose, that's fun too. Um, So you get to watch a team lose, which is what happens every game. Oh,
0: and whoever loses – reeling. They are going to have a very bad week, having lost yet another game in Big 12 play.
1: I think it would be a lot more embarrassing if Texas lost because, one, no Dylan Gabriel, two, Oklahoma stinks, and three, like, it, like Oklahoma's just not good right now, and if Texas loses, it's just like, what are you doing here? Um, but Those are two teams I don't think are, like, Oklahoma's definitely out of the title race. I do not have Texas in the title race right now either. If I were to pick the teams that are legitimately still in the title race, even though besides like Oklahoma and West Virginia and Iowa state, like every team has a chance to do it. Statistically, every team has a chance right now, but in my mind, yeah. Oklahoma state and Kansas state, in my mind, the two best teams in the league. I think Baylor is right there. TCU for sure. I think TCU is like, a. that's another quarterback max Duggan against you guys. I'm nervous about that. Yeah. Um, but right now, I have four teams. I'm not including the Jayhawks just because I can't do it. Um, but no, I don't think there's a reason to root for that game.
0: Can I go off script here? Can I go Ugh, off script? Dude, that's all that I do on the show. It's literally everything okay. I do.
1: I'm going to become the host of Locked on Baylor for a second, okay? All right, welcome into Locked on Baylor. I'm here with my guest, Drake C. Toll. And I have a question for him. Why are you so down on Baylor right now? Because I have some reasons to, but like... You've been there. You were so close to it, and you were been in the fans. And like I've seen your your tweets and stuff, getting on the fan base there. Like, do you actually believe that this team is not as good as I think, or am I like kind of being the Debbie Downer?
0: Uh, First and foremost, thank you for thanking the people at home for making Locked On Baylor their first listen every single day. What a great host you are for doing such. Yes. I I am worried from what I've heard from Dave Aranda. He again, Stone Cold Killer. When things are going well, you can't tell. When things are going bad, you still can't tell. But he has said some things in the press conferences that he's just very hinted at it. He's been like, "Yeah, we kind of saw this coming." Dave, what? Dave, why didn't you tell us that? Why? What do you mean you saw this coming? That's not a good thing. Uh, so that is disheartening. I also just, who's that guy that stands up as a big leader on this team? Dylan Doyle could be that guy. Matt Jones could be that guy. Siaki Ika could be that guy, but it doesn't feel like there's that Jalen Petrie, Terrell Bernard. I was here when this team sucked butthole and I can make us good again. A lot of guys are here for two and seven, but they've, that's been erased in their memory due to the sugar bowl. And so I just, there's not that guy to me that stood up and been that leader on the squad yet. And when it's supposed to be the D line and they're not playing well and the O line and they're not playing well, then who's it left to be? Who's going to be that unit, that guy that they're the ones you look at and go, yes, it's there's none yeah. of that right now. And it it just I think the most disheartening part again in a regular year of the Big 12, I would still be on Baylor at 9 and 3, but it's the fact that everyone else that wasn't supposed to be good is now good just doesn't bode well at all for Baylor. Now, I am supposed to think that the ship is sinking way more than it is because we're the ones that cover it so closely, it's just tough to see from a 30,000 level view. That's why I bring you on to tell me that Kansas State's going to win the Big 12. So, Yes, I still have hope that Baylor plays Kansas State late in the season for a trip to the Big 12 championship being a huge matchup, a college game day level matchup. But I ju- right now, it doesn't feel like there's really anything to grab onto. There's nothing to grab onto, and that's not a good thing.
1: Yeah, I think you described something that I was, I couldn't find the words for, but this team just straight up lacks star power right now. Mm. That, that's that's kind of what you do. You were seeing stars emerge. Like, I love watching Richard Reed's play. Yeah. I think one day he will be a star. I love watching Monterey Baldwin. One day he will be a star. Blake Shapin one day could be a star. But that's the thing. There's a lot of could-be stars. And the, the most disappointing one is I know he's going to be really good and go in the NFL and make a ton of money. But Siaki Ika had two plays in that game where he is the star on that defense when it comes to the defensive line. And he had two plays where – I thought he kind of embarrassed himself. One was on the goal line. He is begging them. So he was like, come to me, come to me and come face me. And then Oklahoma State scores a touchdown, the next play on the goal line. And the next, which I thought was so like, it like hurt me physically. Yeah. But like Dominic Richardson was running the ball. He jumps right into Apuika's chest, bounces off and then goes. Like that was where like, if you are the, the best player on this team, you have to make that play. If you were the player that's going to be drafted the first out of everyone, you have to make that. And that's where I think right now there's a lot of amazing pieces as a whole. But right now they are missing some star talent. And I don't even know if last year they had star talent, but they had more proven talent in my mind.
0: Yeah, 100%. When it comes to the
1: offensive side.
0: There's no Jalen. Jalen Petrie was automatic. Terrell Bernard, automatic. Yeah. Too many beers. Automatic. Those guys were right there. In your face, every game, every play, it was like, okay, you just knew that those guys were going to be there to step up. And that empowered guys like McVeigh to, to make the big play at the end. There's just, there's not a lot of that right now. And I'm getting passionate again. Let me tell you about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. It's the it's the A1 spot to go for all things college football betting. I uh, did that this weekend. I honestly lost like $100. I was down $220, $220. But I made my way back to only being down $100 come Sunday. Wouldn't you know the kid did it? I'm up $4 this week, $4. So as someone who got their wallet stolen, that is a good thing. It's $4 more than I had. Um, so also if you're like a wallet maker, I've been looking at like ideas for a wallet, which I all, I think it's the funniest thing, by the way, like me spending money to buy a wallet, like I'm spending money to put money into something. Ah, uh, so if you make wallets, let me know. Cause I need to find one. I just don't like, there's not like a wallet store. <laughs> need toilet paper. Oh, aisle nine. Need a wallet. We don't sell those. You're supposed to have that with you. That's what the money's in. So betonline.net is your place to go for all things sports wagering. Go make four dollars, make more than me because this week was just a bad week. Uh, Bet online is where the game starts. Um, Robbie, I didn't think this far ahead to a third segment, by the way. So also,
1: how why did why'd you do the ad read? I was the host. I took control of the host, and then you did the ad read.
0: Oh, all right, fine. What do you like about Bet Online, huh?
1: Big no, guy. Anyway, you, all right. You can be the host. You can
0: be the host. Okay. So
1: yeah, yeah. You're the
0: host. I'm the one who didn't prepare a third segment. So now what?
1: So I, I'll, okay. I'm host again. Host. So for this one, where do we like put a, our hold temperature? Hold ready? Right, <laughs> oh, let's go. So like, how much do we overreact to wins and losses? Because to be honest, when Oklahoma beat Nebraska, Damn. I said they were the best team in the league. They are not. I think they are a bottom team in the league. If you go right now, I said Oklahoma State may not be very good because I don't think they showed a lot in the non-conference play. Now they're the best team in the Big 12 besides what I think is Kansas State, but they're the highest ranked. So it's like, where do we put our expectations, especially for Baylor? Because you can overreact to this, but like legitimately, if just a couple more plays were made, if a, a special team stop happened. If Gavin Holmes caught a football, like that's a win for Baylor at home against probably your, one of your hardest opponents of the year. So that's where I'm trying to like, not panic as much and like right, look yeah. ahead. But like, this is where this league is because it, there's so much parity. It's hard to like, I am trying to like lower my my gut reaction because every week can go each way and Lower I think I just gut. need to learn to accept that. Lower you my should. gut.
0: Lower your gut. That yeah. That's this week's slogan. Lower your gut. Yeah. Trust in Dave.
1: I that's ate a lot of. this weekend so that gut is definitely going to get lowered. It's hanging like Did over I, the belt.
0: Oh, dude. There is in the press box to McLean they the food's always like fine. It's never like oh, gourmet but they have salad and it's the best dang I go like for you, third. You get a salad at a salad. game? What are you talking what? about? It, but it's not like a not like a big salad. It's like bacon bits, you know, tomatoes. No, still. If you have to use tomatoes.
1: anything with a fork at a game, that's crazy town. That's
0: no, crazy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a press box though. This is not like a not like a I'm not going to oh. get a salad at the concession oh, stand. Oh,
1: okay. Then you I thought you were like in the stands like just like,
0: <sighs> hey, let's go Baylor." It's my third right. salad of a game. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, Gosh, dang train, it. Is they're out of cereal. cereal. Yeah, that,
1: <laughs> Yeah. If you're eating like uh, Fruit Loops. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hell. Oh, look, lobster. Yeah. I brought <laughs> my bag. Um. No. I, I. I. did I? Yeah. I ate a lot of salad at the game Sunday. I didn't. Sunday. I don't even remember what I did on Sunday. That was yesterday. Well, two days ago. Now it's Tuesday. Yeah. On the Show. Oh, no, you blew it. Yeah. yeah I thought we
1: was recording right now.
0: Dang it! It's seven a.m. I haven't been up at seven a.m. in a long, many moons. I. Yeah. It makes me think too. After the Iowa State game, we also were kind of like, "Well, that's it. Baylor's going to win the national championship. Eleven and one. There we go." So the fact that you know seven days later it's gloom and doom. That's it. This team's going to win three games, and that's the best they can do. That that gives me hope. Um, yeah. If they lose to West Virginia, the I will I will ensure the wheels fall off the bus. I will go. I don't, I don't
1: see that happening. To be honest, oh, if, that, if, if that happens, like something terrible has happened, and like I don't know. Like maybe Dave Aranda spanked so many butts that they were sore and then they couldn't do it. But that that's the thing that we need to learn about this league this year, and it's going to be so frustrating. It's going to take fans a lot. There's not going to be a team here that makes a college football playoff, but it's going to be so entertaining because legitimately the person who goes into the title game may have two or three conference losses, and that's yeah. crazy to think about. That's crazy to think about that there could be this much parity. But Right now, what is separating TCU from Baylor right now? I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. What's separating Kansas from Baylor right now? I don't know. Like th- that's why like we are so early in the season and teams seem so evenly matched. It's it's insane.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baylor could lose to Kansas, beat TCU, lose to Kansas, or Baylor could beat Kansas State and lose to to West Virginia. I, that's just kind of the nature of the beast at this point it feels like. Um I hope gosh, I hope that it loses to West Virginia. That would be awful. Uh, the, yes, the parody in the league, spect- it's, spect- hey, it's fun to watch, objectively. It's really. got to be so
1: frustrating as a fan, though. Like, I'm yeah, not a fan yeah. of any team, except I am now of, well, I basically bandwagon Baylor, but now I'm on Kansas State, too. Kansas but, like, State, I yeah. can't imagine being no. a fan of, like, Texas Tech
0: this year. Oh, we haven't even mentioned Texas Tech, and they're kind of wildly okay. Yeah, They're it's not like, as sucky as I thought they'd be. I'll put it like that.
1: Like, we're good, we're bad, we're good, we're bad. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Like, I don't know how... Do you know the emotional
0: (laughs) toll? Three vasectomies.
1: (laughs) I don't know how... Like I feel like every fan base has to be like riding this emotional, like yeah, hormonal, testosterone something wave. Right Thank
0: now. you for also saying testosterone after hormonal because it felt like weird for a second, but then you kind of evened it out a little bit to yeah. where it's like very male. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that you did that because otherwise it would have been stranger. Wait, this isn't um, a
1: this isn't a mostly female demographic that you you go after.
0: No, it's about. I looked at the analytics. About four percent, man. So you are. You can speak to the four percent right now if you'd like to just kind of like so. make a distinction. <laughs> might I? Might I also say? Um, I also I followed you on Instagram yesterday. Um, yeah, I saw that. I that was there. fun. I saw the you have a girlfriend. Yeah. So to the four percent out there, yeah. they yeah,
1: gonna the turn sub- it off
0: only have like yeah. a minute and a half left. of their, we cut their that day. part where I said sup? It. Cool. Uh, yeah, Hundo P. Uh, I did that to a baseball player on Cape Cod one time. I was like <laughs> telling a story about him. I was like, yeah, he sees this girl in this restaurant. She <laughs> thinks she's cute. It's an embarrassing story. Turns out he has a girlfriend. No. So him thinking this cute. I don't was, care. She'll never kind of listen conflict. to this. and kind She knows thoughts. I love her. I'm um, I the last thing I'm going to do is be Joe Tessator because you got to be the host of Locked On Baylor. So we're, we're all making a wish today. Um, I'm going to be Joe Tessator for that. And it's 11 a.m. from Arlington, Texas. We have the eight and four Kansas State Wildcats and the eight and four Oklahoma State Sooners. <laughs> They're not the Sooners, by the way. They're the Cowboys. Tassettor just got right. fired mid broadcast. Yeah um yeah it's just what what if it's that year what if an eight and four team Baylor three some with three losses it could actually happen it'd be kind of cool too by the way the 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 nation would not care they would actually use this as a point to kill the big 12 but I would be happy
1: I yeah I think like any like average casual fan will be like oh they suck haha ha. they have so many losers but like a real person who actually understands the league, and like would look at the standings and be like, "Wow, every team is good." You can't say that about the SEC. You can't say that about the Big Ten. You can't say that about really any other conference. <sighs> I don't know. Missouri, not. But it, but the good thing if that happens, if like let's say two, four, three lost teams make the Big Twelve title, and it's not OU in Texas, that makes them look even worse.
0: Than... Mm, true. True that. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, this is always fun. I like when this happens. It goes off the rails yeah, in the best way. Like maybe for I don't. I'm not a listener. You Does know, this is always... usually
1: happen. To a lot of other oh, guests Oh no,
0: or not really. Well, usually oh. they're like, I don't want to say that you're not big and important because you are big and important, but they're like a very official guess, I think is what I'm going for here. Yeah. Uh, so much more like their reputation's on the line, whereas oh, okay, like my reputation's probably on the line, but I I don't think like I'm I'm having fun.
1: Yeah, I'm having fun too. And here I I said this earlier today, but like if I throw out a hundred takes like the people will forget the ones that are wrong, but I can jump all over the ones that I am right about. 100%. So like, that's what I do. All I do is throw out takes. And then when they are right, I gloat about it and everyone thinks I'm smart.
0: Absolutely. I'm I, think you, I think if like I had to, sometimes I get lost in the sauce, trying to think of a response or a question and I forget to listen. Um, but I listened today. I do the same. And I do the same
1: I, when like people, Hey, what's your name? I'm so, I'm so focused on looking at their eyes and like right. making sure I look good. I forget their name completely.
0: 100%. Uh, well today I feel I did listen and I think you contradicted yourself like three times uh at different points in time just so that you could like like you could go back and clip certain parts of today's show Wait, right now oh like yeah over the course of time today in like uh but you have to because the parody of the big 12 talking about this team could be really huh. good this team could be really bad maybe not full-on did. contradictions but enough and un- definitely enough to clip it and be like look what I said that was really good about Kansas and then look what I said that was really bad about Kansas you're right both ways
1: I think I just confused a lot of people, including myself.
0: Oh, well, I hope. I was entertained. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. There we go. It. A lot That's of the times, man. A lot of the time. If anybody made it this far on the show, boy, <laughs> fourth wall, gone. Done. Yeah. This is behind the scenes. I should have stopped recording a while ago, which I will. Uh, make me host again, please. Uh... Thanks. Wow, that was almost violent. <laughs> I'm Drake Toll. That's Robbie Triano. Go see his stuff at the Triano Kid. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're performing at the <laughs> at the Moody Center tomorrow night. Go see this him, This is me, off the
1: rails. All right. Let's make the train track.
0: Ten live shows. Locked. Come back tomorrow. We'll talk more about sports and less about the things that we talked about today on Baylor. <laughs>